Welcome to the Inspiring Word Broadcast Ministry. We hope this selection will establish or encourage your walk with the Lord. Please direct any comments or questions to me, Dr. Terry Cheek, using the links on our webpage. Thank you, and on to your selection. Welcome, listener. This is the first broadcast of what I hope will be many. It is the Inspiring Word Bible broadcast, where we will take passages of Scripture, we will read them, we will expound them, we will discuss them, and we will apply them to to current events, to our situation today as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, and how we can affect change in society, in those that we love, in the communities that we live in, and in the nation that we so deeply respect and want to see revitalized in the name of Jesus Christ. So without further discussion, let's open our Bibles and let's go to the book of Matthew. I will be reading from chapter 4, verses 12 through 22. Now when Jesus had heard that John was cast into prison, he departed into Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the sea of, of the coast in the borders of Zebulun and Nephthalim, that he might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Esaias the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Nephthalim, by the way of the sea, beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region and the shadow of death, light sprang up. From that time Jesus began to preach, and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus, walking by the sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in a ship with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. And they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. We have all probably heard many messages preached and many Sunday school lessons given on being called to follow. And I would like to, for just a brief period of time today, have just a few moments to discuss that with you and hopefully share some encouragement in these lines. Today, as no other time in history, especially in our nation, America, have we needed to follow Christ. There is a lot of darkness today, as there were in John the Baptist's day. John the Baptist spoke out vocally against Herod and against his immoral life and against the precedent that he set among the people that he governed over and in response to that John the Baptist was cast into prison it wound up costing him his life as most of you know dearly yet with all of that going on Jesus came and Jesus began to preach and began to teach 
It was the sacrifice of John the Baptist that began the ministry of Christ. Now, I'm not saying that Jesus began it because of Christ. Please don't misunderstand. But I am saying that it was the death of John the Baptist that was the kickoff, if I can use that word, to the ministry of Christ. You see, God always uses some situation that really grasps our attention in order to motivate us to move forward with his word. It so happened that John's work, part of John's work, was to sacrifice his life for the Christ that he believed in. In doing so, it brought the attention of the message that John the Baptist preached. It brought that attention to Jesus Christ. As he said when he baptized Christ, this man is the man in whom I'm not able to even untie his sandals or loosen his sandals. And yet, because of the popularity of John the Baptist, that popularity needed to shift to Jesus. John's sacrifice. John's selfless, endearing sacrifice of his own life done that very thing for Jesus Christ. It pointed the attention and the emphasis from he to Christ. Today, we have many, many areas of darkness going on in our nation. Yes, there are political problems, but listen, there have always been political problems in our nation. There have always been immoral leaders. There have always been those people in government who lacked ethics and lacked integrity and lacked decency and honesty, and that hasn't changed. We still face those problems today. But unlike today, there have always been voices of reason who have been crying out and crying loudly to stand upon God's word and God's people calling out in prayer and in, uh, based upon God's word the message of repentance to this nation and to the people in this nation. Today, we are seeing less and less of that. We are hearing less and less of repent and be baptized, and come alongside Christ and follow him. We're hearing less and less of that today. Oh, we hear a lot about religion, and we hear a great deal about um, about religious principles and, and, and morals and ethics, but it it is all based upon subjectivity. It is all based on someone's personal opinion or thoughts about what it should be. For example, there are people who believe uh, that uh, homosexuality is a sexually moral lifestyle. There are actually pastors today that will preach that homosexuality is a sexually moral lifestyle as long as it is done between two willing people who are in love with one another regardless of what their sexual genders may be. That is not what God's word says. I know uh, some homosexual people and, and some uh, and folks like that, and I love them dearly as an individual. I have nothing against them. But they realize that I understand from God's word plainly that their lifestyle, their lifestyle is considered sinful, and it is considered reprobate, and it is considered something that God calls sin. Sin. That isn't to say they are any worse of a sinner than anyone else. That isn't to say they're any different uh, than an adulterer or a fornicator 
or anyone like that. Sin is sin. It isn't about who is committing it. It is about what is being committed. We as a voice, the Christians today, need to speak loudly and clearly, but lovingly and compassionately to those who are wound up in darkness, to those who find themselves in darkness. Darkness. A very ugly word. A a word that, that should grasp us with fear and trembling. Have you ever found yourself in a very dark place? Find yourself a cave. And go into that cave, and when you get deep into it, turn out the light and experience total darkness. And give that a spiritual picture. Let that be a spiritual application to what Jesus is telling us here. That is a picture of those that are lost without Jesus Christ. And you know what is really sad and heartbreaking today for this preacher? It is the fact that there are so many people in our communities today who need Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and so many churches there that are sitting with empty empty pews, service after service, empty pews. There are churches that are having to cancel evening services because their own members will not show up and support them. And there are people in the community that need to know Jesus as Lord and Savior, and we will not go out and find them. We will not. That should really frighten us. That should really frighten us. Jesus came and started calling his disciples. He called Simon Peter, and he called Andrew, and then he called James and he called John and he asked them very simply follow me follow me when you were saved and born again fellow Christian were you too not called to follow Jesus I was and I feel certain that you were as well now here comes the question of the day the question that we must willingly answer and honestly answer before a holy and righteous God have we followed Jesus Christ as he asked. Too often today, just by looking at the landscape of America, it was a resounding no, the church has not. The church the church has followed everything from being popular and being prosperous and being prestigious and being political. It has followed anything and everything except Jesus Christ. We need to return to a burden. We need to return to our first love. In the book of Revelation, John John discusses and talks about the church of Ephesus. And the church of Ephesus was a great church. The church of Ephesus was doing many, many things correct and many things right. But the church of Ephesus, according to the angel in Revelation, had lost its first love. And I fear today... I fear today that we are losing our first love, and that is Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you by these scriptures and through this Bible broadcast to reach out to Christ and to embrace him and to find that first love and to find that hunger and that desire to follow him once again and find people that are in darkness 
and lead them to light. Find people that are lost and needing Christ as Lord and Savior and lead them to Christ as Lord and Savior. Find people who have wandered away from Jesus as their Lord and Savior, those that are the prodigal children, and bring them back and welcome them back with open arms. Not with a judgmental kick, but with open arms. It's possible. We can get there. We can get there. It is not our place to judge someone's and their eternal condition. It is in our place to inspect the fruit that their life is bearing and look at what Christ would have the need in their life and the darkness that they're living in. And it is our place to bring them into that light and to restore them or bring them to a repenting fellowship with Christ. Maybe you, maybe you listening today have found yourself in that spot. Maybe you need to find that light. I want to bring to you today a challenge. I want to ask you to examine your life in relation to Scripture and what Christ and what God's Word may call a sin in your life. And I want to ask you right now, today, right where you are, if you would put away and put down and repent of that sin and ask forgiveness of it, and let Christ into your heart and into your life. I want to ask you, Christian, if you may have stumbled and strayed away, maybe you are a prodigal child today. Maybe there was a time when you knew Christ, and maybe because of bad decisions or uh, things of that nature, whatever it may be in your life, you have strayed away. Are you ready to come back? Christ is ready for you. Just as the father held open his arms for the prodigal son to run and return to him, Christ stands ready to receive you back into his fold today. He is saying, Christian, come follow me. He is saying, those that are in darkness, come into the light. Church, he is asking us to step up as the body of Christ and point those in darkness to that light. What are we doing today individually to satisfy the Word of God? What are we doing today to follow Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 through 22? Where do we find ourselves in that piece of Scripture? Well, our time has came and our time has gone for this broadcast. I thank you. I thank you for your time. And please, please forward this along. Share it with others. Let others know that the Inspiring Word Bible broadcast is on and we will be broadcasting at least weekly. God love you. Pray for us and help get this message around the corner and around the world. May God keep you firmly in his grip. Amen and goodbye.